Once again, greetings in Jesus' name. This is Kevin Williams from Death Postponed Ministries with my talk, Ancient Principles from the Bible for Today's People and for Today's Problems. I want to remind you again of Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. My motivation for teaching and preaching the Word of God because I believe that the Word of God is ancient, but applicable and applicable, ageless, timeless, ceaseless, and available for our world today. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. For the word of God is, one, it is alive and powerful, two, it is sharper than any double-edged sword, three, it penetrates even to the dividing four of the soul and spirit, five, it goes through the joints and marrow, six, it judges the thoughts, seven, and the attitudes of our heart. So the Word of God is a double-edged sword. It is alive and powerful. It penetrates even to the dividing of the soul and spirit. It judges the thoughts. It means that God knows your heart and God knows mine. Isn't that majestic? Isn't that amazing? And complementary to Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12, we find this revolutionary text, 2 Timothy 3.16. And remember in Hebrews chapter 4, 12, 4, the word of God is, 2 Timothy 3.16 says, all scripture is. One, it is God breathed. It means it has the signature of God's approval. God the Holy Spirit has sealed this as authentic. This is the word of God for you and for me. It has four divine benefits when we are willing to spend time and to investigate the word of God by ourselves, for ourselves, and for the benefit of those that we meet and teach in our world today. Four benefits of all scriptures. It is useful for teaching. B, it is useful for rebuking. C, it is useful for correcting. And D, it is useful for training in righteousness. It means that the Word of God has the staircase to be righteous with God. And righteousness with God doesn't come by works of man, but by faith in the person of Christ makes us righteous. And the Word of God will Teach us. The word of God will rebuke us. The word of God will correct us. And the word of God will train us how to become righteous. My theme for the day is the following. And I want to, I want to be, I'm so excited that God has given me this thought. My theme, Christ restored earth with heaven. Isn't that majestic? Jesus Christ came to restore the broken link between heaven and earth. Jesus is the heavenly representative that was assigned heaven and earth and to bring the two into one. Christ restored heaven with earth. What is the result? Heaven is restored with earth because Christ is the representative unifying heaven and earth. So Jesus is the unifying agent 
bringing heaven and earth together. The link is restored. Redemption for you and for me and for the entire human race is restored. Christ came from heaven to earth. Now earth has access into heaven. He who came from upstairs, downstairs, in order to take those who are downstairs, upstairs. This is revolutionary. This is majestic. Christ came into our world, not to condemn, but to redeem. Not to take us down, but to take us up. Jesus is the staircase from earth to heaven and from heaven to earth. Isn't that majestic? Once again, this is Kevin Williams from Death Postponed Ministries with my talk, Ancient principles from the Bible for today's people and their problems. The birth of Christ. And the destiny of man. Was forever altered. By the works of the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now listen to this. Human hopelessness was by the death of Christ. And on behalf of us, miraculously changed into hopefulness. So, by the person of Jesus, our human hopelessness, our human anxiety, our human fear, our human stress has been forever and miraculously changed to hopefulness because Jesus came to restore earth with heaven and now heaven is restored with planet earth. I want to give you a background to my understanding of what has happened in the word of God. Point one, in eternity past, God linked heaven and earth as per Genesis 1 verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. This is my motivation. God existed before heaven and earth came into being. Heaven and earth came into being because of God's pre-existence. And because God exists, God in his audacity as the almighty God calls heaven and earth to be. Point two. After the formation and the animation of Adam, heaven and earth was signed and sealed and delivered. It means now heaven and earth is a synergy, is a unity, because God desired that to be. Point three. God is the representative of heaven. And Adam was the representative for the earth. So there is that, there is that unbreakable link that existed in the beginning when God created Adam for fellowship and to be in relationship with Creator God. Creation with its Creator in unity for our blessing. Point four. This connection between heaven and earth is amplified between and be, on the basis of Psalm 115 verse 6. Now listen to this. Psalm 115 verse 6 clarifies the following. The highest heavens belong to God, but the earth he has given to mankind means Adam was God's federal head to represent earth 
to heaven and God will represent heaven to earth. Point five. Heaven referred to everything above and earth represents everything that is below as per Proverbs 25 verse 3. The heaven for height and the earth for depth. Point six. At the fall of Adam, the representative on the earth lost his link with heaven and fellowship between God and man was broken. Point seven. Man fall from grace through the lies and deception by the fallen archangel Lucifer. Because before Adam and the human history, there was a battle in heaven, and this archangel, who was the light bringer, or an angel of light, was rebellious, and he, he was, he was chased out of heaven. And Jesus says, I saw him falling like a star to the earth. Point out. As the result of Adam's disobedience and sin, friendship with God was temporarily broken, which in turn caused separation between God and man and separation between man and God. Point nine. This broken relationship eventually caused a broken relationship between man and man, between brothers and brothers, between sons and fathers, between daughters and their mothers. The present of war and the rumors of war is the result of man's broken relationship with himself. Isn't that revolutionary to understand that our lust of heaven through lies and deception cause about the paralysis of our relationship with God and God's relationship with us was broken on our choice. So I want you to prepare yourself for an investigation of God's word for mental stability and clarity in times of lies and in times of deception. Our study today is centered on an insignificant word with hidden divine benefits. God in Christ has never abandoned earth because heaven and earth belongs together. I call your attention on the 24th word in Psalm 21 verse 2, the word and, A-N-D, for meditation and mental reflection on God's redemptive action and plan to redeem mankind means you and me can be, must be, shall be redeemed because of the sacrificial death of Jesus on your behalf and that of mine. Let's investigate God's word and see God's love revealed towards you and towards me. Again, I request that you take the time out to listen to the word of God through my mouth. I am a voice of God in our world today. John says when he was asked, who are you? He says, I'm not the Christ. I am but a voice 
and it is my intention and I'm deliberate in my intention that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Let's investigate God's word and see God's love reveal towards you and me. Point A, understanding the word and A and B. One, the word and is the 24th word in Psalm 21 verse 2. My help comes from the Lord which made heaven and earth. My rescuer, my deliverer, my savior is no one else but the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In the midst of global lies, in the midst of deception, in the midst of pseudo-truth. Pseudo-truth is a lie. The word of God is truth. And Jesus says, I am the way, the truth. And the life. Jesus says, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Point two. As per the English grammar, the word and is called a conjunction. It's called a connection. It's called a connector. Point three. A conjunction is a word that shows a relationship between two different words, phrases sentences, or even entire paragraphs. It is, the, it is the link between the two. Point four. In other words, conjunctions are grammatically connectors. The most common conjunction in the English language is the word and. A, N, D. Point five. I want you to look at the significance of this word. What is the significance of the word and for you and for me? Point A. When and the conjunction connects two events that happen at the same time, it reveals that Genesis 1 verse 1, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. It reveals that God created heaven and earth at the same time God has the audacity God is almighty God also die by spoken word heaven and earth came into existence point B the word and as a conjunction or connective reveals that it cannot stand alone and as an independent word but must be connected to another word as a prefix it means if the and cannot stand alone but it needs to connect to other words it means you and I we cannot stand independent from heaven we are designed to be dependent on God God is creator and I'm creation so there cannot be independence from heaven I and you we need to be dependent on the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ Jesus says in his pre-existence as the sovereign God of the universe and Jesus says in himself that God is spirit when God is spirit met with Moses the representative the 26th generation from Adam God said to him on the mountain I am that I say I am it is means that creator uh, immediately connected with Moses, a representative of Adam. 
So we were born not to stand alone. Earth is inseparably connected with heaven. And heaven is not independent from earth, but needs to join with earth. Heaven and earth was culminated in the person of Christ, that of Jesus, Christ the Lord. Point C. The word and symbolizes the principle of dependency and not independence. Heaven and earth needs God and cannot go alone. God can go alone, but humanity cannot operate independent from God. Heaven and earth as the spoken creation of God cannot go alone. We are Created to have dependency on the person of Christ. When I'm dependent on Jesus, I will overcome. When I move independently from Christ, I will not stand but fall when problems arise upon my life. Point D. The phrase, the heaven and the earth, is a figure of speech indicating the two stand not for heaven and earth individually, but everything are interdependent on each other. For heaven and earth to survive for the next thousands of years, it needs to make a decision to be dependent, to be dependent on the person of Christ, who is the creator of heaven and earth. Point E. A biblical example are found in Matthew chapter 19 verse 6. Jesus said, For this reason a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore what God has joined together, let not man separate. Through satanic lies and deception, Adam lost his link to heaven. And there was a, a separation between creator and creation. So marriage on the earth represents that two become one. So heaven and earth are not two entities. It is one when we are dependent on the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Point B, the meaning of the word in Hebrew. I want you to know that the word and has a counterpart in the Hebrew with divine significance for us today. Point B, the meaning of the word in Hebrew. Point one, the word and is known in Greek as the word kai, K-A-I, kai. Two, in the Hebrew, in the Hebrew, the word "and" is called the vav, v-a-v. Point two, the word vav is the sixth letter in the Hebrew alphabet. Point three, the value of the letter vav, v-a-v, is the number six. Point four, the word "and" in Psalm 121 verse two is the twenty-fourth word. And when you add 2 plus 4, it equals the final number 6. 
So not only does the word and stand in the 24th position, but its final value is the number 6. Point 5. The word valve is called the Hebrew connector. Like the word and, the word valve is the counterpart in the Hebrew, and it has the same function to connect. It's a connector. What is the purpose of a connector? Its purpose is to join, to bind, and unite things. It joins words, sentences, and concepts. So when Jesus Christ came as a man to a world, it has the purpose to join earth with heaven and heaven with earth, to bind what was lost and make it to be found. We are united in Christ so that we can have access to God through Jesus Christ. Point six. Let us look at the significance of the valve in Hebrew, V-A-V. Point A. The letter valve has a numerical value of the number six. Point B. As per Genesis 1 verse 26, God created Adam from the dust of the earth on the sixth day. Point C. The number six represents man. Point D. Not only was man created on the sixth day, he was also made of carbon compounds because Adam was created from the dust of the earth. So whatever is in the substance called earth must be reflective in the very essence of man. Point E. According to the periodic chart, carbon is the sixth element in the chart. And this is the element of man. Point F. The carbon atom is comprised of six protons, six neutrons, and six electrons. Six, six, six. Point G. So man was created on the sixth day from the dust of the earth, which is made up of the sixth element called carbon. We find this amazing text in Exodus chapter 20, verse 9. God commanded man to labor for six days and to rest on the seventh. So there's something significant of the word out because it represents the number of man. So what is majestic? Point I. Man was created in a three-dimensional world. In a three-dimensional world, there are six directions in which to locate a specific point. We go forward and we go backwards. We go up and down. We go left and right. Point J. Therefore, the number six symbolizes a picture of the world. It represents earth. The number six. Let's look at point C, ancient Hebrew symbol of the Vav, and its significance for us to understand that the word and has more divine information for you and I to discover. Praise the name of Jesus. Ancient Hebrew symbol of the Vav. Point one. The ancient Hebrew or the ancient letter Hebrew called the Vav 
in picture form symbolizes three symbols. There are three symbols that are being portrayed in picture form in ancient Hebrew. Point A. Symbol one, a tent peg. It is to mount a tent, a tent peg made of wood. So the, the original tent pegs was made of wood and it has the Y shape and it was used to prevent the rope from slipping off. It keeps, it's like a fork. It, it prevents the rope from slipping off and allow the tent to disintegrate. Point B, not only is the valve a symbol of a tent peg, but it has another symbol like a hook. A hook is used to secure something. The meaning of this letter is to add or secure. So the letter valve is frequently used as a prefix to words to mean and in the sense of adding things together. Point C. The valve also have the symbol of a nail. D. Finally, the valve also has a symbol of a spear. So there are four symbols. A tin peg, a hook, a nail, and a spear. So all these were ancient pictures representing the valve letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Point E, I want to look at the spiritual significance of the word and as it being revealed in word because it reveals Jesus on the cross. Isn't this majestic? This word in Psalm 121 verses 2 represents the person of Christ on the cross. Point 1. In Matthew 1 verse 23, heaven and earth unites in the person of Jesus. Listen to Matthew 1 verse 23. Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, means God with us. So what happened? Universal God took on humanity, came to dwell with us, with you, and for me. Why? To link heaven and earth back to its original state. Because heaven and earth does not represent individuality. It reveals unity between heaven and earth. So Jesus is truly heaven and earth personified. Point two. The birth of Jesus implies the book of John chapter 1. And listen to this. Point A. The unification of Jesus as the God-man revealed Christ existed before the beginning. Christ was with God before the foundations of the world. Christ is God who took on flesh and received a new name Jesus as per John 1 verse 14. Christ is the creator of heaven and earth as per John 1 verse 3. Point 3. The union between God and man was prophesied in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 5. Therefore, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, 
but a body you prepared for me. So the universal and permanent Messiah received a body. He was, he took on humanity that he may dwell legally upon the face of the earth. Point four. So in the person of Christ dwells two natures. Divinity and humanity in one person called Jesus. He is the unique person of the entire universe. Never again, never before dwelled there a man upon the face of the earth that was God and man at the same time, at the same moment. Why? To unify heaven and earth back to each other. Point five. Jesus therefore is rightfully called the God-man, connecting heaven and earth together. Therefore, we cannot, we cannot go without God. We need Jesus because he is the true unifier of taking earth to heaven and restoring heaven with earth. Jesus is the formation and the unification of the unity that existed in Genesis 1 verse 1. In the beginning, God created heaven and earth. Full stop. Point 7. When Messiah Jesus was crucified, he was nailed to a tree. His two hands were nailed to the to a crossbar and his feet was nailed to a tree. Three nails connected Jesus to the crossbar as Psalm 22 verse 16. They pierced my hands and my feet. Luke 24 39. Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see. A ghost doesn't have flesh and bones. As you can see, I do represent that Jesus Christ is the connector. Jesus Christ is the unifier. Jesus Christ is the, is the agency from heaven taking on humanity to restore fellowship with God. I want to, to share with you what heaven and earth really stands for. The works of Messiah Jesus on our behalf. I say again, the works of Jesus on our behalf, impossible for us, but with God, all things are possible. Point one, at the birth of Jesus, God placed the second Adam on the earth. Adam is called God's first creation, God's first man, representing the entire human race. Now, when Jesus Christ came into the world, when it took on humanity, when it took on flesh, he became known as the second Adam. He has the purpose and the intention to restore earth to heaven and to restore earth, heaven to earth. Point two. During the life of Jesus, listen to this, as per Luke chapter 2, 54, he grew in favor with God and with man at the same time. Point three. As the second Adam, Jesus, demonstrated 
complete obedience to God and fulfill the whole law as per John 6.38. Listen to the words of Jesus. I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. Point four. At the trial before Pontius Pilate, Jesus took upon as the scapegoat our chastisement that brought us peace was placed on him. It means he became God's, God's mediator between God and man and man and God. He became the sacrificial lamb. He died in your place and he died in my place. Point five, on the cross, Jesus took the place of the first Adam and received judgment for the sins of Adam and the children of Adam. Point six, in the grave, Jesus buried the sin of the entire human race. He buried the charges of sin once for all. Isn't that majestic? Jesus Christ in his own body took upon your sin and that of mine to redeem us from the future judgment where angels, demons, and evil spirits will be judged of God, but those who have rejected Jesus will have to follow likewise. Point seven. At his resurrection, Christ appeared unto all his disciples, representing that death Sin and Satan was defeated and mankind freed from bondage and slavery. The coming of Jesus to the world was to set you free. And when the Son sets you free, we will be free indeed. Point eight. At his ascension, the most wanted Lucifer called Satan, the devil, was placed in bondage and in chains. And Jesus Christ, the Son of God, presented the devil before the Supreme Court of Heaven. He brought him before the magistrate of the universe. And he was defeated once for all. Point nine. At Christ's session, the second Adam, Jesus Christ, was enthroned with the title King of kings, Lord of lords, and he is the supreme dominion over heaven and upon the face of the earth. Therefore, governments, empires, whoever you are outside, we are all under Operation Fusil. Jesus is above, we are below. It means he is King of kings and is Lord of lords. He is the supreme majesty over the entire universe. Point 10. What is the benefit of Jesus coming? I want you to understand. The link between heaven and earth was restored. The link between heaven and earth is restored today. The link between heaven and earth will be restored in the future. The Holy of Holies is open for mankind to have access to heaven eternally. Isn't this majestic? The coming of Jesus came to restore what the first Adam lost through deception and lies. 
lies in deception or our frontline news in our world today. There's so much deception. Don't believe the deceptors of our world. Believe on the person of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and you will not die but love. You will not go down but go up. We will not have a nosedive, but I'm going to have a sewer skydive. Why? Jesus Christ represents the staircase from heaven to earth in the vision of Jacob. And Jesus is the manifestation of the staircase that was brought physically in our world to restore Adam with God and God with Adam. I want to conclude by saying the word and reveals that Jesus is the fulfillment of restoring the link with heaven. Jesus is the God-man, meaning he represents God in that he's God. He's a man, he represents man with God. And at the cross, Jesus paid once for all to restore you and to restore me. Back into your fellowship. Point two, the wages of sin was paid for by the person of Jesus, the God-man, permanently. Jesus Christ at this moment is earth representative in the very presence of God. So all you have to do is call upon the name of Jesus and God will redeem you and God will redeem me. So when I say Jesus, I have a permanent advocate, I have a permanent mediator, I have a permanent high priest in the presence of God. Point four. What was impossible for us? Christ Jesus made possible. Call upon the name of Jesus and you will be restored to enjoy the benefits and the fruit that God wanted us to enter the land of milk and honey. I thank God that in Christ, heaven and earth is restored. My theme for your meditation, Christ restored earth with heaven. What is the result? Heaven is restored with God. Heaven is restored with earth. Cause Christ is the representative unifying heaven and earth. The link is restored. Redemption for humanity is restored. Christ came from heaven to earth. And now earth has access to heaven. This is Kevin Williams from Death Postponed Ministries with my talk. Ancient principles from the Bible for today's people and their problems. If you have a problem, Jesus is the solution. If you standing in front of a locked door, Jesus is the key that unlock any door. The peace of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ with you and me. Amen.